your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome to Autism One, a conversation of hope with host and mother of a recovering child with autism, Betsy Hicks. All comments, views, and opinions expressed are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. In the next hour, Betsy and her guests illuminate how right now there is more reason than ever for individuals with autism spectrum disorders and their families to have the best hope for the brightest future. Through education and conversation, there is hope. Here's your host, Betsy Hicks. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Today, it's time to get happy. Our topic today is transforming these negative emotions of anger and stress into positive feelings for empowerment and success. And my guest today is Anutza Bellissimo, a certified anger management facilitator, educator, and executive coach in psychoeducation, communication skills, emotional intelligence, stress management, and anger management. She is the author of A Woman's Guide to Transforming Anger and Stress into Personal Power and Success. Welcome, Anutza, to our show today. Good morning, Betsy. It's such a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me this morning. Oh, well, I am excited for this because there's so much um, I'm sure that you're going to teach me today. And first, let me say that I'm really glad you're out there because there just can't be enough of people like you to go around to help our world just deal with all of the anger that is seeming to be going their way. I, I There's so many things I want to discuss with you, but I think let's just really start by a, a brief synopsis of what your book is about. Well, my book was really about, it was based on my experience as a child, number one, and then a parent, number two, being um, a child, or I guess, you know, they call it a victim of child abuse, but really of parents who just didn't know how to manage stress or anger and had been taught through their parents that the way to manage and communicate was through anger or aggression. Um, and, and things of that nature. And when I became a parent, I really got it. I got how it could be very stressful with children who, um, you know, with, with situations, let's just put it that way, with situations in life, because mm-hmm. it's not really the children. It's it's our vision or our point of view of the situations yes. in life and um, the daily stressors of our lives in in having families. And so the book is really talking about how is it that women today, especially with with so much pressure and with so much on their plate, how is it that we take all of this information, all of this knowledge, all of this responsibility, and start taking that and integrating into our lives what really serves us and exiting or eliminating what doesn't. And so looking at how do things create stress in your life? How do they, when do they become situations that feel, that include feelings of anger? Anger is simply a signal. Anger is not necessarily a bad thing. It's a signal. This is something that's saying to you, hold on here. Things are out of alignment. We need to regroup. Um, Boundaries, personal boundaries, professional boundaries are being pushed. Uh, I'm out of my comfort zone. A lot of people don't really understand the definition, the simple definition of stress. 
And, you know, I want you to understand, or your, the listeners, to really get an idea. I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead of us. No, this is great. The listeners, to really get an idea of, <clears throat> and I hope I answered your question about... You, you, what, you are, and okay. just, just keep talking, because I like to hear you talk. <laughs> <laughs> so I want you to understand what stress really is, and the listeners, to really get a, a grasp of what stress really is. So what is stress? Stress is a mismatch. And I, and I emphasize the word mismatch between our responsibilities and the means that we have to fulfill those responsibilities. So are the demands on, on our lives and the means that we have to meet those demands. And sometimes those demands are self-imposed and sometimes those demands are given to us as part of our path, as part of the things that we are here to focus on and our responsibilities. And that's where it becomes very difficult is to realize which one of them you are really self-imposing because you may think you have to do this and you have to do that, but really, especially when you, 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 know, you may have a friend, I have a, a friend who volunteers for everything. Right. And, and it's like at one point I want to say, okay, you've, you it, you have self-inflicted this wound. <laughs> right. So when is it enough? Right. And why are they doing this? There's other things that maybe you know that attribute to the busy syndrome that contribute to that that need that filling that void of being busy in order not to focus on on yes. the work that needs to be um, focused on or at hand. So. I- I don't like to be really busy. I have to say that, and not that this show is about me, but I, I really, really, I can feel my the shift in my body when things are starting to look beyond the light at the end of the tunnel. When when things start to pile up beyond. Okay, I know when I'm going to get this, this, and this done. It's that knowing. It's it's when it goes out of alignment mm-hmm. to me. When it, so let me ask you, because I've, I've spoken to several groups and, I, and, and I've worked with individuals of special needs families and their yes. families and, and their siblings and their, you know, their, their peers, and, and I want to ask you to bring it back into focus. As a mom, mm-hmm. as a woman, as a parent, number one, as a parent, how is it that things can become out of alignment and what are the common things that you normally hear? So that I don't go off on a tangent and I focus on what it is that your your <laughs> listeners really need. I think you hit it the strongest with expectations, because it really it really is about, in my opinion, it, the stress comes when you're expecting to be able to have things fall in an order that 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 they they don't, mm-hmm. and that's probably where the, the High expectations. <laughs> you know, I, I think um, I, I, it's, it's hard for me just to think of this as a mom because I'm a business owner. Exactly. I'm, you know, I do so many other different things, and it's rarely just one thing exactly. that, that does it. And it's, it's just, like you said, it's enough things coming out of alignment to where you're not in your comfort zone anymore. And sometimes that's not so bad. Other times you really want to make sure that that's what you're looking for. Yes. So sometimes when we're growing, we are out of alignment. 
when we're moving to yes. the next path yes. and learning new things, there's levels of discomfort. I and totally get that, and I appreciate that. That's a good thing, yes. Yes. And so when we're working inside of situations that are necessarily, are not necessarily our area of expertise, or we don't know what to expect, but we think we should expect this, or we were told that it should look like this, or it could it could walk like that, talk like this, mm-hmm. and it's not so. So then is when a person usually starts to to feel those that that certain physical or emotional feelings of stress. I want to move a little forward into what does it feel like to be stressed. So. Looking at, let's say, our daily lives and the responsibilities that we have and those of us who care for special needs children, who who have families that are high in demand as far as having a lot of expectation, a lot of appointments and things that need to be met, which is pretty common in, in any direction, right. not just in a particular direction, I want to focus on what does it feel like when it is really starting to get uncomfortable. Most people will feel things in their body like maybe a headache mm-hmm. or... I, 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 this is, and, and I can say this because it's public radio. <laughs> it's, not, it's not public radio. Well, I guess it is. It's, it's, it's on the Internet. Um, I, I tighten my butt. I, as silly as that is, I... I great. every time I, I just this. recently noticed this because I went to this I have this great friend who's a massage therapist and she's also a radical forgiveness coach and she she's just like Betsy every single time you come here your butt is so hard it's like you're it's like it's and trust me it's not from working out okay <laughs> so I can tell you it's not that <laughs> but it is it's I, I feel that it's I, maybe it's my first maybe it's the first chakra thing i mean maybe it's i don't know where it really is coming from but i just feel that whole part of my body tense right and i know a lot of people it's in their gut and a lot of people it's in their head and a lot of people my husband it's in his shoulders right um exactly. so and, and and i'm really into this part of it anutza because we have a holistic my husband and i have a holistic medical office and we see so many illness manifest as a result of holding an emotion exactly Oh, it's so painful for me to see sometimes when I have students come in and they have physical ailments and, and I can see how it correlates to their situation. Yeah. How they're taking things on for someone else. How they're being in the relationship or not being fully self-expressed. Right. And it shows up in in physical and emotional behavioral ways. You know, the tight muscles, just like you said, pounding hearts, chest pains, Yes. you know, high blood pressure, the fatigue. You know, I mean, I can't tell you how often I used to hear, I'm so fatigued, I'm so tired, I'm so tired all the time from, from students. It's not as common, I'm not hearing it as much anymore, but there seems to be waves of things that happen. And right now, it's high stress. It's high anxiety. Our society, 
things that are happening in our lives, you know, people feeling depression, um, which is more of that anger turn inward. All right, we're, you know, we have to take a, a break, um, but I really want to hit this when we get back about the, what's happening with our society and all of that stresses that we are taking on. Um, we're going to take a quick break here, and when we back, we'll be back with Anuta Bellissimo, and who is the wonderful author of A Woman's Guide to Transforming Anger and Stress into Personal Power and Success. We'll be right back. Real Life Solutions, Voice America Health and Wellness. More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com. ReadySorb Glutathione is proud to support the Betsy Hicks radio program. Glutathione is essential for human health. It protects cells from oxidative stress and supports the body's removal of toxins. It enhances immune function. Glutathione is one of the body's ways of detoxifying itself. It protects our DNA. Glutathione is one of the most effective free radical scavengers. Autistic children are predisposed to low glutathione, which prevents them from detoxifying normally. ReadySorb Liposomal Glutathione is an oral dietary supplement that was formulated by a physician for his own patients. Each teaspoon contains over 400 milligrams of glutathione. The ingredients are pure and chemical-free, and there's no sodium benzoate in ReadySorb Glutathione. It's approved for use on the fine Gold program. Ask your doctor about Redisorb Liposomal Glutathione and read more about us at www.redisorb.com. That's R E A D I S O R B.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Betsy Hicks. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program, here's Betsy. Hello, we are back with Anutza Bellissimo, and we are talking about stress and dealing into stress. And it's one of the things we were just talking about before we went to break, which I really wanted to give it some time, is the piece of... Um, you know, in today's world, there's so much stress. There's so many. There's so many stressors that are out there. Now, I have to ask because the first thing that comes to my mind is there's no famine. 
<laughs> there's no, um, you know, that there's no dep- there's no exceptional depression. There are jobs that are out there. People can make a living, you know, and and I don't have to really worry about this um, starving this winter because my family didn't gather enough food. I have to wonder about. How much of this stress is self-induced, and is it, you know, is it just the perspective that we're giving the stress? Well, okay, you make a great point, a wonderful question. Most of our stress is self-induced, and it comes from our personal belief system, our impressions or assumptions, really, mm-hmm. and how we've been taught to get results. So I have a chapter in my book that it talks about anger in the air. We open up with anger in the air. What does that mean? Anger is used much more than it needs to be. It's such a common emotion that people use in order to get what it is that they want if they're not getting or they don't know how to assertively get what they want. Right, right. So the stress that is induced by not knowing how to communicate or asking for what it is that you want or need in an assertive way, which makes people want to help you and want to give to you and persuades them as to really, I see how this could be a benefit, as opposed to the passive-aggressive or the aggressive communication styles in ways of getting things, in ways of getting things done in our everyday life, from going to the post office to, I mean, you could think about, how many times someone may run into um, a, a parking situation in, in the parking lot or a, a situation at the grocery store or, you know, I mean, the list just goes on and on. Right. Because we have our needs. We place these, these responsibilities in our lives, and then we have to f- constantly fulfill them. And if it's not working for us, then sometimes we'll force it. Sure. So a lot of this stress is self-inflicted. We're just not getting that. We're saying, but that's the only way. I hear a lot of this. That's the only way I know how to do it. That's it. There is no other way. I don't know of any other way, and I'm not willing to learn any other way. Wow, yeah. Because who wants to learn something new? Then you've got change. Unless usually people come to me when they're in a lot of pain. The wife has said, I am not going to tolerate this anymore. And so on someone, the significant other comes in. The, the mother or the husband has said or the father has said, I cannot deal with this anymore. Things have to change. There's some kind of pain. We'll do anything to avoid pain. Yeah. As opposed to feeling it. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and that, then I think about, I, my son used to have severe autism and, and I think about the days the weeks, the years, actually, that he just spent screaming, and which was a totally different type of stress. And it was a stress that I didn't feel like I had any control over. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a lot of parents listening today that, are, that you know, have or are in that situation now. When you've got a child who's very sick or in pain or confused or scared, and they are just really justifiably screaming, it's the most helpless feeling in the world, and that's a very different kind of stress. And that makes post office stress look really stupid. <laughs> it does. Yes, it really does. Think about the, the, the times exactly what you're describing 
when you have the stress of things that you really don't know how to fix or you have no control over or you really are not clear as to how to make it better. Yeah, right. So when you're working with this kind of stress, I want you to start, well, I want you to start looking at a a couple things to help you keep situations in perspective. Okay. So number one, has this happened before? Ask yourself, has this happened before? Mm-hmm. Okay. Number two, what did I learn from that experience? Last time this happened, what did I learn from that experience? Yeah, that's, that's, that is a big thing because in our lives... Uh, <laughs> In our soulful contracts, if we keep repeating the same things over and over again, it's just going to keep coming at us. Exactly. Yes. And number three, what is the worst possible outcome with that specific experience? And I, I don't, you know, a lot of people will say, well, be realistic. Real, you know, reality is it's all relative to what it is that's so for you inside of that experience. So... Your perception is your reality. Right. And so I want you to also think about what else can I do? Okay. Once you've thought about has this happened before and what did I learn from it the last time, really thinking about what's, you know, what else can I do? What are the alternatives for me when that happens? Okay. Okay. So um, let's let's give an example because I think people can identify well with examples. And um, so something happens like, um, well, okay, give me a good one. What's something you hear a lot? Just I can't think of anything off the top of my head. So what's something that you hear a lot that people find? Well, I think the example that you just gave was a perfect example. Of of a child that's screaming right. over and over again, okay, over and over again, or banging their head against the wall, yes, over and over again, or doing the same thing that you wish you know wasn't happening, right? Really, that's where it's coming from. Is you wish the individual, not the person that's doing it, it's the person that's experiencing it, watching it, is wishing it wouldn't happen, right? You're the one that has the problem with it, and really, in the sense of not gathering the the emotion of how that makes you feel there's there's the aspects of how it makes you feel and what it makes you do mm-hmm. and how it plays out so for example let's say you've got that experience of a child that is having that repetitive behavior right and it does stress you to a certain level and some days it could really stress you and some days it doesn't some days there's a distinction there. What's the difference between the day that it really doesn't bother you and the day that it does? The day it doesn't bother you, you accept it. There I mean, it's not really that you enjoy to hear your child scream ever. Correct. But there's days when you're like, hey, you know what? I've done everything I can. You don't have the guilt. Because what, what it really bothered me when my son would scream was, what am I doing wrong? What am I not doing enough of? Mm-hmm. But then I would have days where I felt like, listen, I am doing everything I could feasibly do and then some, and I can't 
feel, you know, I, I, I have to appreciate myself because I found myself getting angry at, at him mm-hmm. when I was really angry at myself. Yes. That's what we're talking about because right now we're on skill number two in case I didn't share that with you is acceptance. <laughs> okay. Really is the acceptance. Number one, skill number one is acknowledging, being conscious of what stress is. So if you have a situation that is beyond your means, there's demands there that are beyond the means that you have available to resolve or deal with that stress or that issue, then you've got stress. Okay. So some days you've got the means. Right. Up here in your head. You can you know that you're doing everything that you possibly can. You get it. And other days I live by this. Other days the conversation just disappears. Yeah. The conversation disappeared. I promised that I would be there at this time. I promised I wouldn't get upset when this happened. I, I swore that this would be the last time that I would do that. That conversation just disappeared as soon as the screaming started happening. Right. Right. So what I suggest is you start aligning your life with things that remind you and hold you accountable to what you promised yourself the last time that this happened. Yeah, okay. I promised myself, for example, I'll give you a very personal example. I promised myself that the last time that I was upset and angry or I was upset and stressed out or I was just not feeling so hot, I wasn't going to take it out on my husband. I wasn't going to make him wrong. I wasn't going to be mean or say something that would hurt or belittle everything that he does or stands for. Taking it out on the people that are around us in our most vulnerable relationships is usually how it shows up. Sure. And it's usually their fault (laughs) or something they did. And yes, it could have been something that they did. I still get to say how I feel. Right. I still have feelings. Exactly. No one can take that away from you. That's why when we teach methods of assertive communication... We teach how important it is to really take on the fact that you are in control of your feelings. And when I hear people say, well, this is why my marriage didn't work out. She's the reason, he's the reason, this is the reason why. This is why that relationship didn't work out. This is why I can't do that. They're giving me reasons as opposed to saying, I choose not to make it work because it doesn't work for me. Taking responsibility. Oh, that's it right there is that taking responsibility piece. Boy, you know, and going back to this illness thing, it's that whole, my people just really don't like it when my husband may mention to them, you know, you ever think this illness might be caused by emotion? Oh, no, this is, this is my genes. I take right. no responsibility for this illness. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, we got to take another break. Uh, okay, so we'll, when we get back, let's let's hit this this part more because there's so much more to discuss, and I am appreciating all of these wonderful tips. We'll be right back with Anita Billy.
A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com. ReadyZorb Glutathione is proud to support the Betsy Hicks radio program. Glutathione is essential for human health. It protects cells from oxidative stress and supports the body's removal of toxins. It enhances immune function. Glutathione is one of the body's ways of detoxifying itself. It protects our DNA. Glutathione is one of the most effective free radical scavengers. Autistic children are predisposed to low glutathione, which prevents them from detoxifying normally. ReadySorb Liposomal Glutathione is an oral dietary supplement that was formulated by a physician for his own patients. Each teaspoon contains over 400 milligrams of glutathione. The ingredients are pure and chemical-free, and there's no sodium benzoate in ReadySorb Glutathione. It's approved for use on the fine gold program. Ask your doctor about ReadySorb Liposomal Glutathione and read more about us at www.redisorb.com. That's R-E-A-D-I-S-O-R-B dot com. Living Your Power with host and intuitive counselor Diane Brandon breaks down the old traditions of taking what life gives you. Living Your Power teaches you how to have a life of success, happiness, and fulfillment. How to live your power, feeling vibrant and confident. Tune in Tuesdays at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern to Living Your Power on Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Betsy Hicks. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866 472 5792. Now back to the program. Here's Betsy. I am back with Anutza Bellissimo. We are talking about the emotions of anger and stress, bringing these positive feelings and empowerment into this equation. And that's really where I want to start going now that we've, you know, really worked hard to identify it. I want to make sure that we're able to start giving these wonderful tools to um, help people somewhat manage their stress in their own home. And, and, and you know, with your book, and where can people pick, buy your book? Uh, actually, they can find it on Amazon, Inspiration to Realization, Volume 3. Okay. Um, Amazon.com, they can find it on our website. TheSammyGroup.com, T-H-E-S-A-M-I, stands for Stress and Anger Management Institute. Um, the Sammy Group, G-R-O-U-P.com. Um, you know, we were talking about the, the uh, that R word, responsibility. Responsibility. Right. 
being responsible, brr, <laughs> sort of chills people out. They sort of, oh, oh, I have to be responsible. Oh, yeah. And I mean, and it's, 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 but it's about him, you know. It's about him. It's not about me. It's about him. That's what I hear over and over again. Right. And, and, I'm, and, and I have to, sometimes in a class, I have to spend time to bring them back and to keep bringing people back to that responsible road. Right. The responsibility road. I mean, it, it, it's, it's something about, that road that, mm, I don't know, it sort of scares people. Well, it's it's the pattern, too, that I see that everybody wants to stay the victim. Yeah. And it's so much easier in life if you're the victim. If, you know, I was abused as a child. I've been a victim. I had a child. I'm the victim there. I'm in a bad marriage. I'm the victim there. Now I'm sick. I'm the victim there. Right. And as opposed to that empowerment, which is, a, you know, a word that I really love that you use. Yes, and that's what it's really about. Now, I'm going to break this down pretty quickly so that I know we, we have very limited time and, and there's so much information to cover, but I'm going to break this down pretty quickly, and you tell me okay. which part, um, if anything, uh, escapes if it needs um, more clarification. So anytime you've got, and, and I want you to make note here, anytime you've got overreacting, mm-hmm. feelings of anxiety, mm-hmm. conflict, Shame, hopelessness, suppression, guilt, or denial. Those eight pieces. Those eight pieces are the signal, the calling of something is out of integrity, something is out of alignment. Mm -hmm. And I want to start working on, those are the negative emotional, uh, negative emotional interactions, negative interactions, and so I want to focus on the positive interactions. Anytime you've got those things, I I usually teach people to start with this, self-correcting. Now, to be in a self-correcting aspect or in a self-correcting mode, that is a level of consciousness within itself. Really, to be conscious enough to understand that, uh, you know, okay, that makes me a little anxious. Why? Let me, let me think about this and start correcting, self-correcting, whether it's inner dialogue, which is what I'm really talking about because it all starts in your mind. Mm-hmm. It's the conversation that you have in your mind with yourself before it comes out of your mouth that we want to start being conscious of or more conscious of even. So that self-correcting dialogue the self-correcting inner dialogue is really what's going to result in your self-correcting outer dialogue or self-correcting aspects of a personality. Now, in order to gain self-correction, you have to be clear. And how I suggest that one does that is through generous listening. Whether it's listening to that screaming child, listening to the coworker, listening to the spouse, listening to the children, or listening to yourself. Generously listening to one's body and what it's saying. 80% of our conversation, of our communication, is body language. That's why most people have misunderstandings in text messages, emails, phone calls. There's no body language to go with it. Right. So what is your body saying? Not only to the person that you're communicating with, but what is your body saying to you? Yeah, yeah, that's... 
exactly right, yeah. Okay, so now we've gotten self-correction, clarity, generous listening. All of that and all of this, this conversation means nothing without your integrity, your self-worth, and the the word that I use is self-worth. I usually use an exercise when we're in a group or in some audience where some kind of work that we're doing, and I'll ask somebody, what is just one word? I know you can come up with a bunch of them, but give me one word that describes your self-worth. Who are you for you? Because when you know who you are for yourself, you can come back to that. And give it, and I'm telling you, what I do is I strategically create my environment for my success. I put things up on the wall. I put things around the house. I have things in my car. I wear things. I have things in my office. I'll have books that I really enjoy. I'll leave them out in specific places so when I'm sitting somewhere, I realize that when I'm working and I'm sitting on my couch here in my office, and I'm facing east, which is facing the bookshelf. I always have a book that stands out for me, and it's called Making a Difference. I know that that's my purpose in my business is to make a difference with as many people as I possibly can, but that has to stand out for me in order for me to remember sometimes because conversations disappear. Sure. So really aligning yourself with what it is that you say you're committed to. So what is your self-worth? Who are you for yourself? And then inside of that relationship. In my work, I may be understanding or I may be compassionate. At home, I may use the words loving or unconditional. There's certain triggers that we all have. I love the words personal power. Those words excite me. They make me think of what could I possibly do for myself in order to really gain that that aspect of my life which I'm craving and desiring to move forward to. Yes. So once we've got the self-worth, it's so simple, Betsy. It's so simple to to really communicate compassionately, to have much more of a um, emotionally intelligent It's so simple to communicate yourself enthusiastically, express yourself enthusiastically, and forgive yourself for making yourself, you know, undesirable, angry, upset, stressed out, or someone else, the situation. Remember, take responsibility. It takes away that heat. Right. That, That upset feeling of, with someone else, when I take more responsibility for my behavior and my choices, because my life is a result of choices that I've made. Yes. Yeah. The 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 and that's so much of the anger comes because of the the regretfulness of the, some of the choices that you have made. Yes. And, you know, it's a, it's a wonderful uh, point that you just made. In my monthly newsletter this month, our main article, the main subject was making medicine of your regrets. Mm. Sure. Shifting that, learning from that. Right, right. Not holding on to it, making yourself wrong forever, and hating the circumstance, the situation, the people. Yeah. Really shifting that. 
All right. Now, I, another thing I want to ask about is um, I, I, when I lived with my ex-husband, I lived in Illinois, and when I moved up to Wisconsin, one of the things that I was adamant about was that there was no longer going to be a TV in our house. And I finally agreed to let one in the basement. Right now I have one kind of like in an attic room, which is it's there in case somebody really wants to watch it, but for the most part it's barely ever even turned on, and I, I don't even go to that part of the house. Um, I also wanted to, and I work very hard, even though I'm not an exceptionally organized person and I'm definitely not a very neat person, but just try to get the clutter out of my main, the rooms that I spend the most amount of time on because is it, do you feel that that is a huge contributor, that background TV, that background noise, that the constant clutter that people go home and look at every day? What is it that doing to them? Yes, and I agree. And I'll tell you something. You know, it's interesting because I am very much like you, and my husband is very opposite. <laughs> so I love to be organized. I don't enjoy watching television unless it's something that's very educational or something right. that I could really gain benefit from. I just if that if we could have a television in every room, it would never turn on. My husband is the opposite. He's in the entertainment industry. He oh. grew up watching television. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do without a television. Yeah, and it drives me crazy. Yeah. So I realize that that's my thing. And what do you do when you're living with someone who's completely opposite from you? Right. That's what tough. <laughs> what do you do when you when you're you know, you have that relationship with someone who's completely opposite with you. I don't know the answer to that one because, luckily, I got in that. I mean, uh, you know, with, it's different with children because you can mold children. I mean, you know, you can, when we moved and my kids were already TV addicted and I said, I'm sorry, this is it, it's done. And, I mean, they were eight and five. Wow. Um it, 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 they just got used to it, and, and it's it's. I mean, they're now they're addicted to their computers, and they're <laughs> they find something else to enjoy. Right. But but it's that. Um, but I, I do know exactly what you're saying, and I have friends that are in that situation. So I'm very interested to hear your answer as to how how you do that, because I have a friend whose husband is very addicted to television. Yes. And so what do you do? What I did was I learned to create separation, not in a negative way. Sure. Separation as of who I am mm -hmm. and who he is and our spaces where we are different. Like, for example, I have my areas and my things that are right. necessary for me right. to be able to function. Okay. All right, we're going to take another break. When we get back, we'll talk more about these wonderful techniques with Anita, with Anita Bellissimo. We'll be right back. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. ReadyZorb Glutathione is proud to support the Betsy Hicks radio program. Glutathione is essential for human health. It protects cells from oxidative stress and supports the body's removal of toxins. It enhances immune function. Glutathione is one of the body's ways of detoxifying itself. It protects our DNA. Glutathione is one of the most effective free radical scavengers. Autistic children are predisposed to low glutathione, which prevents them from detoxifying 
emulsifying normally. ReadySorb Liposomal Glutathione is an oral dietary supplement that was formulated by a physician for his own patients. Each teaspoon contains over 400 milligrams of glutathione. The ingredients are pure and chemical-free, and there's no sodium benzoate in ReadySorb Glutathione. It's approved for use on the Fine Gold Program. Ask your doctor about ReadySorb Liposomal Glutathione and read more about us at www.redisorb.com. That's R-E-A-D-I-S-O-R-B.com. More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com. Let's face it, hormones happen. Whether you are male or female, hormones have an impact on your overall well-being. Dr. Hart brings to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel timely topics that answer your lifelong questions about hormones in men, women, and teens. Tune in to Optimal Wellness every Monday at 12 o'clock p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Optimal Wellness. Live life well. Live life long. Live life to the fullest. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Betsy Hicks. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program, here's Betsy. I am back with Anutta Bellissimo, and we are talking about stress, anger, management of all of those types, and how to empower ourselves. And we're just starting into talking about compromise and how we deal with, even in our home when there's a conflict and um, kind of sep- we we're talking about separating and creating that special space for us. Yes, it's so important to have healthy boundaries. That's what I meant by separation, not as in not, not leave your <laughs> not physically get up and leave. <laughs> you know, I mean, find your healthy boundary, a space that's specific to you. And if you don't have that, that would be the first thing I suggest you create. Right, is that space. Even if it, you know, I, gosh, I don't know. I've had people make their garage their space. Sure. And it wasn't the husband. Interesting, yeah. <laughs> you know, he may go out there to do the tools and things like that. But, you know, I've had students that went out there and did their space. They really were able to create the space that meant something to them mm-hmm. so that they could have that stressless experience. They could have that peace. They could have the things that they need in order to come back situations that may not be very calm, but they can handle it in a calm manner. That's great. So I want to just recap. Please, because we have just about eight minutes left. Yes. I want to recap 
the situations or the conversation that I'm suggesting people start looking in. And you can find this, and, and I'll let you know, you can find this on SAMI.com. We have an educa- online education and training. That's for S-A-M-I hyphen E. Dot com for education. Okay, so S-A-M-I hyphen E dot com. Yeah. Okay, got it. Sammy hyphen E for education dot com. Got it. So you can really start to look at what are the things that are your stressors. Take those things and if you realize that you're not managing them appropriately and they're becoming angry situations or even angry feelings, resentment, Start looking at how, number one, you're going to use self-correction. Self-correcting in your inner dialogue. I'm not saying go out there and change the world today. I'm saying start working in you. Start self-correcting the process of your thoughts by gaining clarity. You have to be clear on what it is. Make notes. You don't have to say, Some people are not into journaling. But make notes, some bullet points of what it is that, you would feel you need to get clear about today. Okay. And then offer that generous listening to yourself first. Get really clear on how you feel about things and how you feel about that specific situation that's bringing stress into your life or creates stress for you. That's what I mean by bringing stress into your life. It's a, it's a stressful situation for that individual because what I consider stressful may not be the same for you. Sure. And then gain the aspect of what it is inside of your self-worth. What, who are you? Are you peace? Are you love? Are you light? Are you difference? Are you success? What are you? Who are you? What's your self-worth? Give yourself a couple words that are trigger words for you. And when you start to feel the stress, start using those trigger words. Enthusiasm is so easy. really is much more simple. It's, it's just simpler to express yourself enthusiastically, lovingly, and express forgiveness or acceptance for the situation when you are inside of your self-worth, inside of your personal power. Yeah. So I hope some of that made sense just as a, a simple format that you can jot notes down and start processing some of that. How, how do you develop, uh, how do you recommend that people work to develop their self-worth? Well, start looking at the things that you enjoy. Start looking at the things that you enjoy about yourself. Start looking at the things that people enjoy about you. What are some of the things that you feel proud of? What are some of the things that give you joy? And, and, you know, it could be that that it's, it's really deep. And you need to take a, a dive down there and really check it out. You know, what I find, though, is so many people find the things that bring them joy are other people. And that's not what you're saying here. And I want to make sure that people understand that. When she says, what are the things that br- about yourself that yeah. bring you joy? Exactly. That's not because you have a beautiful child. It's it, we're really yourself. <laughs> right. It's because you have the love for that child. So yes. It's love. Yes. It's because you have acceptance for that for for that person, or um, you have caring or devotion. Right. Maybe it's the word devotion. Right. And you're devoted to making a difference in your life. You're devoted. What is it? 
so many people, this is probably the biggest step towards um, having, you know, all these things that we talked about today, responsibility and and self-love and self-worth and all this, all of these really have to do with that self-love piece because the anger comes, the lack of responsibility comes, the stress comes when you don't even have that inner peace. Right. And creating that is, you know, that's, and the thing is there is no one formula for creating it. I, you know, you can have steps towards taking towards it, but the, the, everyone is going to have their own form based on what experiences they've had in their past, um, where they're at right now in their life. That's right. But um, what? Tell me some of the some some of the books that you recommend too for for people to help on that path. One of my favorite books that I really like is The Dance of Anger. Mm-hmm. It's by Harriet Lerner. And that's for um, women or men in relationships that use stress and anger to communicate. Okay. Um, another one, because I have a lot of entrepreneurial clients and students that, that have that entrepreneurial mindset that are business owners, right. is The Freedom Formula, and that's by Christine Closer. Okay. The Great. Freedom Formula, Christine Closer, K L. O-S-E-R. And that really has you work deep within because sometimes we take it into, you know, outside, into our professional lives, mm-hmm. and it affects who we are right. in that light. Those are two really... And then, of course, your book. Yes, of course, I love my book. We, you know, and, and, that, and that's also um, compiled by Christine Closer, and that's Inspiration to Visualization. Inspiration to Visualization. Yes. Wonderful. And you do a lot of public speaking. Are you going to be around in the next month doing anything exciting? Well, next month I'm speaking to the oh, – actually, no, this month. I just spoke – last night I was at UCLA. Great. <laughs> and then um, next week I'm in Louisiana uh, speaking at um, the um, yearly convention for the uh, Society of Human Resources. Awesome. Because they deal with a lot of stress. They certainly do. Well, I hope everyone gets an opportunity to get to listen to you speak. And your website, again, is, well, you can do the, the Sammy Group is one of them, correct? Yes, that's the that's Sammy one. Group, and that's S-A-M-I. Correct. And then Sammy with a hyphen E dot com, S-A-M-I hyphen E dot com. And you can always check our blog, which we always have interesting, and that's the Sammy blog. Perfect. And we always have really good articles on how to manage stress and, and you know, improve relationships. Thank you so much for sharing your insight with us today. You've been just a joy to have on. Thank you so much, Betsy. Goodbye, everyone. Have a great week. I'll be back with you next week. Bye-bye. To contact Betsy or get more information, visit autismone.org. Tune in next Tuesday for another hour of education and conversation on Autism One, a conversation of hope with Betsy Hicks.